Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Jason Sayan. Jason is the founder of I Am Saying. Please welcome Jason Sayan. Well, hey, Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tom. How are you? I'm wonderful. Welcome back. Always great to have you. No, I appreciate you having me on. Of course, of course. Well, Smartpreneurs, uh, we're going to talk about something um, that, uh, of course, I'm really excited about, and I love to hear Jason's point of view on this. Uh, in this week's Smartpreneur blog, he wrote an article called, Is Your Software Failing You or Are You Failing Your Software? So, of course, coming from S Simply Reliable, who uh, makes Smart Office and Design Machine, uh, this is a subject, of, of course, that's uh, near and dear to our heart. And Jason has has worked with lots and lots and lots of all of you out there uh, discussing process. So this is a, this blog is very pertinent, and I, th I think you're really going to enjoy it. So, Jason, you state in the blog, there is no magic software. And, folks, I'm here to tell you Jason's 100% right. There is no magic software, Okay. All of it's all of it's good or or bad, depending on what you what you do with it. But there is no perfect anything out there. Okay, but why do you think that business owners, um, not just in this industry, it's it's everywhere, right? Uh, they they tend to take on the thought that that uh, the software is going to solve all their problems. You know, in, in this is kind of I'm being a little bit off the cuff here, but you know. It's kind of like expecting Word to, you know, write the next greatest novel for you because because Microsoft created Word. You know, there's still other stuff you have to do and, and, and know. So, so maybe talk about uh, where that expectation comes from and and uh, and how they can uh, uh, better deal with it. Yeah, and you know, on a side note, there there is some magic software that can help you create that novel which is called chat gpt so we, <laughs> we are going down this path of ai that um is scary and exciting at the same time but much like that because people are talking about how it's replacing jobs it, it's a tool right so just like we as technicians go out to job sites and have tools there they could grab a hammer to take a screw out of a wall and, and it's not going to do a very good job but it'll do it or they could find the right tool and that's really what software is so what i what i found as someone who's ingrained in process and documentation, I seem to get a lot of companies reach out to me and think I know what the magic software is. So that's why I like to say there is no magic software. There is a magic process. 
But a lot of companies I find that focusing on what they need instead of focusing on why they actually need it. So for example, they may find themselves in need of better proposal software. And so they're focusing on the what. So they start searching for the different types of proposal software. Then they get lured in by all the marketing features of all the cool things it does, which is great. And next thing you know, they've purchased some proposal software without ever really figuring out why they need it. And by why they need it, that may seem obvious, but do you need it to capture signatures? Do you need it to sync with your pricing of your inventory so that it's accurate all the time? Like there's a ton of those features that could be marketing features, but those could be the why you actually need it. And we're gonna talk about the scorecard a little bit later, but yeah, most of them, most organizations are focusing on the what instead of the why, and that's what leads them down the wrong path really quick. And it's a, it's a costly decision when you choose the wrong software. It, it really is. Uh, you know, I always tell people, uh, we've got a process for how, how we ask them to evaluate the software, and we've tried to speed that up. And uh, this is not a commercial for Simply Reliable. I'm just giving you a kind of anecdotal situation. But one of the things I always impress upon them is go uh, go watch these uh, these academy videos that we've created, which takes you through the software and pretty much trains you on it, and then do a trial. Because it's not the cost of the software. It's the cost of how much time and energy and, and turning the ship uh, to go a certain way that uh, when you change your your business's operating system, essentially, you know, that's what what costs so much time. And a lot of the work that Jason does about working out processes ahead of time will pay huge dividends for you, you know, when you're choosing your software, whether it's Simple Reliable or, or Dtools or iPoint or Project 360 or or any of the other software that are out there. You know, everybody's everybody's got their niche, so to speak, right? So, so Jason, if you would, um, uh, it kind of leads into my my next thought, which is or a question. Uh, share with our smartpreneurs why understanding those systems and those processes uh, is so important in choosing a software solution. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, and and this isn't something I came up with. If you if you use Google to search, you know the number one reason for failure of software implementation. It doesn't matter the size of the organization, the industry, the answer is always going to come back. It's due to a lack of understanding of systems and processes. So going back to the first question, which is focusing on the what instead of the why, the why is your process. And so the more you understand your processes, you'll understand why you need the software, which will help you select the right one. So if we talk about the proposal design software as the first example, sitting down with your team to understand, all right, so what do we need the proposal software design uh, to do and what are we currently doing? And you, you write down what those steps are and you'll start to understand we do need to capture signatures because we're not doing that. Or, man, most of the time we send a proposal out, we're just using old pricing because it doesn't sync with our library. So those those conversations start to really dig into the why and that that's boiled down to your process. You know, I have a, a product and, you know, much like you just said, this isn't a commercial for myself, but I have a product I developed for clients called the Client Journey. This is a 30,000 foot view of your business to help you understand how a project enters your business, flows through the departments and by milestones through the different phases. And when we develop that, it's very eye-opening. And I had a client once that was using a project management proposal design software that he was happy with. He actually was hiring me just to go through the documentation exercise. 
And part of the way through it, he pulled me aside, said, listen, we need to stop because I have to go look at new software. This process has really helped me understand all the workarounds we were creating with the software we were using. And specifically, it was around the inventory management aspect of it. So they really didn't realize, A, how the software's inventory management system worked. They just got sold on what they needed and said, this will work. And then as they got into it, this didn't capture inventory the way they wanted it to, but they had to use it. So they figured out a workaround that worked with their process. And then once we documented it, it was like this light bulb moment. Now, so that helped them understand they needed new software. And then the process of building that client journey actually allowed them to get new software and implement it much faster because in it all tied back to understanding their processes. That makes perfect sense. Uh, when, when we were creating what we do, uh, the, the, the way that that all came about was rather interesting. Uh, my co-founder, Jonathan Knapp, was, uh, was at a conference, and he was listening to Michael Gerber talk. Uh, and Michael Gerber has the book, The E-Myth, right? Yep. If, if folks, uh, we know we've mentioned E-Myth on, on the podcast <laughs> dozens of times, probably, uh, uh, mainly because it was the foundation for starting our company, Simply Reliable. But it, it it's it's one of those books that that it has nothing to do with our industry, but it has everything to do with our industry, right? I mean, he's talking about pie making and stuff like that. But uh, you know, Jonathan was growing growing his business, and what he discovered was the same thing that almost every business out there discovers, which is as soon as you add that second person, you need process. You know, if it's just you, you may not need any processes, right? So you know, the com companies start to get to a certain point. Uh, and, and he realized that, well, in order for a company to succeed, you have to have repeatable processes, okay? And the best way to implement those processes is through software. And, of course, that's why we created SmartOffice. But the point Jason's making here, if I, if I may be so bold as to, uh, to, uh, to point this out uh, again, is that, yes, the software will help you implement the, the process, but you need to understand the process first, Right you know, for the horse, sort of thing, so to speak. Right. So, so speaking yeah. of that, and speaking of, of, of features, um, I've I've had very few companies do this. To be to be quite frank, uh, but Jason has uh, uh, come up with with an example of a, of a scorecard. So the scorecard idea, right? Uh, where you kind of go by and you say, well, you know, these are these are the things we need, and here's why we need them. Uh, Jason, can you uh, maybe share with our smartpreneurs uh, what those steps are and, and uh, how they break out? So I think yeah, absolutely. Brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you would already understand your processes, right? You might have them documented, but I realize that a lot of people don't. And so that could be a daunting task. So my concept of the scorecard um, was something I came up with in a presentation I did over a year ago on this whole topic as a way of kind of cutting to the chase, right? So... For example, with with software, you know, what is the main thing, the main problem you're trying to solve? So a lot of integrators have, someone did an article recently and I, I was actually bothered that this trade magazine wrote this article because I think they stated most companies use two to four pieces of software to run their business, which is gross, grossly understated. Most people are actually using much more when you factor in, um, you know, drawing software, proposal software, uh, 
work order software, accounting software, communications, like this, it's more like eight to 10 pieces. And those get built ad hoc over time, meaning, hey, we need a way to chat, right? Like when the pandemic hit, we need a way to communicate with our team. So we just download Slack, right? And so then over time, you stack all these pieces of software on top of each other that may not be all intertwined. And then that creates another problem. But going back to the scorecard is what's the main problem you're trying to solve? So let's just say it's project management software. So that's loosely defined, but we know we need project management software. And if we were to go right to Google and just put that in project management software for small business or contractors, we're going to get a laundry list of features and examples. And then we're just we're going to be focused on the what. So then you got to dig in a little further is what are the features you want it to have, right? This is helping you get into the why you need it. So that might be time tracking, right? That could be job costing, understanding how much labor you charge and how much labor you actually did. Um, it could be QuickBooks integration. So we're going to use this project management software, but then now we still have to do billing under, under QuickBooks. So maybe we need something to integrate so we don't create extra work. As Tom pointed out, the whole point is to automate that repeatable process. So what's that process? Maybe there's inventory tracking. If we want our team in the field to use it, it needs a mobile app, right? You don't want to overlook that. Nobody wants to use software online that is just through a web browser. It's not mobile friendly, or maybe it doesn't have a mobile app or online app at all. It's just based off of a desktop. So you're going to list those must have features. Again, there's no magic software. So by separating out must have from nice to have, you can understand what you're up against. Uh, it might have this feature I really wanted, but it's not a deal killer. Therefore, it's not gonna create a bunch of extra work. So going back to my previous example of the client, if they would have went through this and talked about inventory management being important, they would have dug in on how that inventory management worked for that software and found out real quickly it wasn't gonna work for them. So must have features. These are the things that have to work for us these are part of our processes and we need to investigate how they work in the software to make sure it fits exactly what we do. And then there's the nice to have features. These are things we'd love it to do, but if it doesn't, it's not a deal killer, but it'll certainly help us with automating our processes. So maybe that's an integration API because again, we are using six to eight pieces. And so we need it to integrate with those other pieces of software. Maybe it's an internal chat feature because we're using Slack or Teams but we don't wanna to have to go to another piece of software. So now we can chat in this software, this project management software about the project. Maybe it's notifications or triggers or automations. So again, separating the, what's the main software that you're looking for? What are the must have features? What are the nice to have? This will get you really thinking about your process. Um, and based on that scorecard, and I don't really have a way of scoring it, really you're just starting to look back. And obviously if there's, you know, um, your must have features are heavy weighted. Those are the things you're going to use to go shop for it. But now you can go look for the possible solutions. You can look at what their features are. And as you do demos and you do trials, you can see, do these cover all of our must have features? And if they do, now you're finding software that's probably going to work better for you. That makes perfect sense. All right, Smartpreneurs, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, I hope you uh, got something out of uh, uh, Jason's uh, blog this week about, uh, you know, our choosing software and some ideas there. I think there are a lot of great ideas. And Jason, I think that was really terrific. Uh, I would recommend that you also go back to the blog and, and read the blog 
in addition to the podcast here and uh, and uh, make some notes and and help determine you know what might work the best for you. Uh, so, Jason, if if someone wanted to reach out and get in touch with you, uh, maybe have you help them through their documentation or, or process uh, definition process, uh, how would they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Yeah, absolutely. They can go to my website, which is IamSan.com, click on the Contact Us section, and drop us an email or find us on LinkedIn. Sounds good. All right, Smartpreneurs, again, thanks for joining us. You can always catch up on the Smartpreneur blog or the Smartpreneur podcast by going to SimpleReliable.com, clicking on the Resources tab, and they're right there for you. Lots and lots of uh, great information. Uh, we're now in our second year of the podcast and third year of the blog. So check it out. And until next time, we'll see you on the Smartpreneur Podcast. Have a great week.